to Welcome to the Podnuts Daily, Episode 510, a show for IT business owners by IT business owners. I'm your host, Paco LeBron. Brought to you by TechCon Unplugged, September 20th to the 22nd in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and it's going to be a great time. Jeff Hallish and myself are throwing this event to help other IT business owners get together with other IT business owners and just basically talk tech, go through a lot of great opportunities such as some great sessions to help alleviate some of the pain points in a IT business owner's business. And we're also looking to go ahead and just get a good camaraderie and getting our community together. Um, we're hoping to get some great sessions going. We have some sponsors lined up that we're waiting on the ink to dry, and we'll be announcing some of those hopefully here soon in the new year. We're also going to be working on a lot of great workshops that are going to basically be allowing those that are these sessions to help those that have a particular system, um, have a particular device appliance, things of that nature, and just overall discussions. We're going to be having a great time uh, over here in Grand Rapids. It's going to be held at the Holiday Inn Grand Rapids Airport. We are going to be able to have rooms available for everyone at 102 a night. We're going to also be able to those that are flying in, if you are flying United, we did work out a deal with United Airlines where you can get anywhere between 2 to 10% off with this code that is on our website. And when you purchase your ticket for TechCon Unplugged, your food, your beverages are included. Essentially, we wanted to make sure that this was a one-stop shop so you can purchase your ticket, purchase your hotel, and and your airfare, and that's it. No more spending outside of the box. No more. All the fun, all the activities, everything that we're going to do is basically be handled by you purchasing that ticket price. And we're going to take care of you for morning breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. There's going to be a Friday social that we're going to have a meetup where all the podcasters are going to get together. And then Saturday night is going to be really awesome. We're going to have a Saturday night social at Dave and Buster's. Not only is your meal included in the ticket price, but we're also going to give you a $20 uh, game card that allows you to do any of the games and arcades that are at that uh, location. I personally have not been to Dave and Buster's, but what Jeff and a lot of others have told me, it's a great time. And it's only a six minute walk right right across the street from the Holiday Inn Grand Rapids. So again, not only are we going ahead and bringing you cheap uh, cheap rooms, bringing you cheap uh, a discount on your flights, making sure you're all in on your ticket price. And again, we want to make sure you are here. Ticket prices are $199 and they can be purchased at techconunplugged.com. The tickets were already at double digits and it's amazing from the support from our community. We thank you so much. Mike Smith, Marvin B., John Dubinsky, Jeff Hallish, and myself are a few that will be there. And again, we just want to get everybody together, really help the community. And this is our way of giving back to you and hope that you, we can see you there. Visit TechConUnplugged.com to purchase your tickets. Now, it's again, I know it's been a while since we've last spoke, and it's been uh, pretty interesting in the last couple months. As I've kind of been alluding to on the show with Computer Business Marketing with uh, Matt Rodella, I oh, and also Matt Rodella will be at TechCon Unplugged. He uh, is sponsoring uh, our very first sponsor to help create our great website that we have over there. Um, but as I mentioned on the Computer Business Marketing Show and also on the Computer Repair Podcast live show, um, I told everyone, you know, and also in passing that I would be coming out with an episode 
that kind of entailed my journey thus far being a full-time business owner. Um, it kind of overlaps from December of 2017 and goes into December of this year. Recording this on New Year's Eve, um, I felt that it was really important to get this episode out to those that are either struggling to keep with their IT business, um, those that are part-time business owners, and those that are looking to just get an out and, and to really listen to kind of someone that has kind of gone through kind of the the pits of everything and so forth. So um, this is going to be a very raw and unfiltered show. So for those that have, are listening with children, um, this is actually going to be the first episode I'm going to allow myself just to be me. Um, so there is possibly there will be some swearing and cursing in this episode um, because I want to make sure that everyone hears the transparency, um, the pain, and a lot of the things that happened as I have passionately gone through. Um, and again, it's it's taking a lot for me to say this, but this is the reason why I wanted to make sure I took over Podnuts Daily, is to provide a transparent look for someone who is looking to do this journey, someone who is going through this journey, so that they know that they're not alone. Um, there have been many mistakes that I've made going through this journey. And I can tell you that in the end, a year later, kind of reflecting on everything that's happened, um, it's amazing on the amount of support that you can get um, when you least expect it. Um, with that, we're just going to kind of go through these in quarters is how I plan to break up my year. And again, there was so much that has happened that um, I just really could not try and get all of it in the single um, sessions that I was talking about. Um, but the most biggest one, and a lot of people don't know this, is um, a big monkey on our back in the beginning of December of 2017 was I was actually sued. Um, I was sued by a commercial lender called Cabbage. And you know, everyone ha can have their opinion about Cabbage on how they do their practices. Um, I think it is a a very um, easy way to take funds or borrow funds from this company. I think they make it a little bit too easy, um, you know, for unsuspecting entrepreneurs to use capital that are not ready for it. Um, you know, there are other vendors and lenders, you know, they have those rules specifically for a reason. And um, back in 2016, I had took a $10,000 loan from Cabbage and the way that their structure worked was you had to pay twenty five hundred the first month, twenty five hundred the second month, and then they wanted the bigger pieces up front. And I was making really good money um, at uh, at my previous uh, job that I was at at ZS. So I figured, you know, what, what the hell, you know, I might as well go ahead and do it. But what ended up happening was just, you know, life happened. Um, daughter's expenses started coming in, other unexplained expenses. Um, a high car note on a deal that I had signed back in 2014 due to um, a bad co-sign that I did with um, my daughter's mother. And unfortunately, she they kind of just ran the um, the situation with that vehicle. And I had to basically trade in that vehicle 
along with mine that was behind on payments, behind on uh, tickets that were received by the city of Chicago. I had to take the vehicle along with mine, trade it in for a new vehicle um, because that vehicle was just ran to the ground. And I got to the point where I just had to do this. Unfortunately, it incurred almost a $700 car note that is something that was a big expense or one of my biggest expenses at the time. So dealing with that for over four years and close to being done. And then now once I got sued by Cabbage and the series of what happened with that was um, I ended up uh, switching bank accounts. And once I switched bank accounts, I never called Cabbage to update um, the systems, but I should back up um, through Cabbage. I essentially basically said no. I'm not paying that amount. And I tried to work with them and they didn't want to work with me. So I let it go. Um, you know, and they sent couriers to tell me that the debt was due, et cetera. Um, what I ended up doing was going with a debt, uh, repayment plan. And I had used them before back in, uh, 2006 when I had a bad issue with, uh, payday loans at the time. And I was able to work with them. Uh, the company was known as Greenpath. Um, at the time, and Greenpath was able to refer me over to a company called um, in, On Charge, I believe, or In Charge is the name of the, uh, the the company that took care of the business debt, and they were able to help me work out a deal with Cabbage um, to make smaller payments of two fifty a month um, at that time for over three and a half years. Well, again, bank account changed. I forgot to update them. Three months went by. And um, they ended up selling the debt. They sold the debt to a company here called TBF Financial, and they ended up buying the debt. And once uh, they took over the payments, I went ahead and got reached out. I had to work out a deal, um, attempted to work out a deal with them, and you know it just didn't work out. So I essentially I just left it let be, and I'll let, just let the collections happen as they normally would. And Back in December, um, you know, sheriff came to the house, served me with the papers and, you know, due for court and summoned to uh, take care of this debt. So I went ahead and called um, the lawyer that Monday morning because this was on a uh, Saturday night and basically worked out a deal with him that I had to pay essentially $800, a little over $800 the first month, but $800 for the next 12 months um, to take care of the debt. So not only did I have a large expenses, I was one year in to me being full time. Business hadn't really picked up. I was still doing computer repair stuff. Nothing was consistent. Um, you know, and things started getting rough. The last three months of 2017 was really hard. And, you know, I just didn't know if this was going to continue to be a thing. So I continued to keep moving forward. Um, things got so bad that where I wasn't making enough income to do anything where I had to apply for Medicaid for health insurance. Um, it got to the point where I had to do that with the state, I had to apply for programs on things that I never thought that I would have to do. Um, also had to file my taxes, which, you know, at the time I had uh, cashed out of my 401k because of things just were really rough that I just didn't have any other option at the time. Well, of course, as everyone knows, you know, when you do take that out, you know, you got to pay the taxes on that, but especially with the penalty. Um, so 
we ended up having, so, you know, got a tax bill um, that we're paying now or that I'm paying now, I should say. Um, and then, you know, as things kept going on, and again, this is from December to March, as all of this is happening, um, you know, I find out that the landlord is, uh, where I've been renting for about over 10 years is now selling the building. And, you know, that was a big hit because, you know, I had no documented income with my business, only the transfers. I hadn't had a full W-2 to prove my total income because in 2017, I had my severances uh, from my old job. I had the 401k income. I had, um, you know, and the Prodigy Tech's income and some of the geeks on site income that I mentioned that I was working for a national service provider again for a little bit. Um, So to find a, you know, to basically have, try and find an apartment with such bad credit um, having the collections from cabbage um, because uh, since I signed as a primary uh, guarantee, a personal guarantor, it's on my credit along with the business's credit along with um, this, you know, I just didn't see how I was going to be able to just, you know, rent an apartment. And then things just really got uh, um, rough that, you know, as Matt mentioned in his book, you know, in the later half of him uh, leaving his job and going from there, had to start borrowing money from um, family and friends. And, you know, me being a um, a, his- a Hispanic man, uh, Puerto Rican, um, we are a very proud culture. Um, it's something that we have normally dealt with, um, or I've tried to deal with, I should say, for a long time. And admitting that you need help is very hard. And it's one of those where, you know, you do ask for this help, and you borrow and you and you notate all this and, you know, you know, you're going to tr- make sure you pay everyone back. But it's always in that back of your mind that self-conscious that you believe, you know, you're viewed as a lot less than what you used to be. And that was a big thing for me. That was something that it took me a while to really understand that I wasn't any less um, of what I was borrowing the money just because I have have helped so many people. Over the 10, 20 years, um, me working in corporate America, that I was able to help people that, you know, um, my friend uh, Marisol Martinez told me, you know, this is your this is your opportunity. This is your chance. This is your time where the people you've helped can help you. And, you know, it's them returning the thank you to them. And that was something that was hard for me, especially in during Christmas time, because it was the first Christmas that. I couldn't afford to get anybody any gifts and especially being able to get something for my little one. Um, it really hit home and just trying to figure out what the heck am I going to do? Um, and it was a, it was a rough quarter. It was a rough quarter. Um, you know, it was really try trying to figure out what I was going to do. And it was a, just trying to figure out the beginning of 2018, um, was just definitely interesting. Um, fast forward to between April and June, um, I started becoming involved. I got my first um, retainer client, and this was the uh, West Loop Community Organization, which is the Chamber of Commerce in my area. And, you know, I will forever thank Carla Agostinelli for everything that she's done for me as my business, because not only did she assist my business in being my very first return, retainer client, she was also able to provide me resources and opportunities to lend 
my knowledge to the community of the West Loop. Now, I've been a, a, a resident of the West Loop of Chicago for going on six years in February. Um, I'm sorry, six years in June. Six years is when we incorporated. And this was something where I was near the river. I assisted business, but I wasn't really involved. And she helped me understand what the community needed. She allowed me a platform to help those by conducting uh, workshops to help small businesses and parents and residents in the area and allowed me to gain the confidence and work with other partners and members of the organization. Um, it was her organization that allowed us to partner with one of the big IT providers in the area who don't really focus on small businesses um, as far as, you know, more less than 20 people or, you know, 20 people or less. And we worked out a great agreement where anytime someone reaches out to them, that doesn't reach their, um, that doesn't reach their uh, qualifications. They allowed us to get that lead and try and run with it. Um, you know, we closed quite a few of those um, during this time frame. So you know, we appreciate that partner for what they've done. Um, I've also was nominated and helped with uh, Joseph De La Garza, and you know, he helped me get more involved with the Illinois Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and allowed me to join this program called Coaching for Growth. And it was a great program that helped my business understand little things that I thought I knew, cash flow, operations, forecasting, branding, and not just marketing, but really understanding branding to a point that really helps. Um, and most importantly, um, the biggest thank you um, is John Dubinsky. He helped in a time between April and June that, you know, he helped out because he needed some help with a couple clients of his. And he kind of knew my story. Um, a lot of people probably don't know, but I do mention him a lot. But, you know, I, I've always mentioned that I always have a few great mentors. Um, I mentioned a, uh, David J. Nelson when my time at first look. Um, I mentioned Victor Antonio from a lot of the sales stuff. Um, but recently for a lot of the IT businesses, especially for the last several years, it's always been, you know, and again, and I don't take anything away from, you know, Jeff, um, Marvin, even um, Chris and all those that have given me great opportunities to understand how to do business. But it's really was John Dubinsky, who I can say is what has and is still my mentor um, while doing this. And you know, this is the first time he's hearing this, but had he not come through during this time, I don't think that we would probably still be in business right now. And he may think that, you know, it was very minute on what he did to help me, but what he did for me was not only help educate me on how to run my business, but he assisted me in so many other ways on just because that's just John's nature. Um, I can honestly say that had he not been able to help, had not if I had not got that help between April and June, I don't think the business will still be here. And this is probably the first time he's heard this. I've kind of told him some of this, um, but he doesn't probably know the gravity of it. But John, you know, I really do thank you 
for a lot that you've done so far and you don't understand the grant what I owe you um in my mind in the detail of everything you've done um so fast forwarding from there from that period in June um was a really things started getting okay things were pretty good um but it was it wasn't where I wanted it to be um, you know, I was nominated for an award um, that I had a ceremony for. It was a Latinx uh, Entrepreneur of the Year. And, uh, you know, didn't get the award, which is great, but, you know, which is fine. But I, you know, it was a great opportunity to be uh, to be nominated. But it was an accident that I had at a client site where I showed up for a job and I thought it was gonna only going to be an hour job. Ended up being there for six hours terminating ends of a um, connection for the network that we were setting up Wi-Fi and so forth. And they were still doing construction. And while I was setting up a lot of the equipment, there was a closet that had, I mean, it had the hole saws. And then when I say hole saws, it's the saws that basically you cut holes in the wall um, for doors and things like that. And they stacked it up like a triangle, like a pyramid, um, similar to like if you were ever go to Hibachi, uh, Hibachi Grill and you stack up the onions, how they do that. That's how they had the saws. And I was tracing the wires, hooking it up to the arachnid switch, um, the POE switch. And for some reason, I couldn't get this one um, AP to go live and found out that the wire was on the opposite end. As I went to grab the wire, um, I ended up slipping and falling back and in an effort to make sure I wasn't impaled by like the screwdrivers and everything else that they had there. Um, I ended up slashing my wrist, um, with the teeth of the slaw of the teeth of the whole salon. I have about maybe six scars on my left wrist, um, was bleeding everywhere. Um, the owners weren't there. They went out to do something. The, the contractors were there. So I washed myself up, put it on there, and I was just thinking, man, what a day. This is just, this just sucks. Finally, it's 2.45. I call a client. Cables aren't working. I don't know what the heck's going on. I haven't eaten. I'm tired. Call the client, let her know what's going on. My daughter's mother calls me, tells me, hey, did you pick up your daughter? Come to find out, I forgot that that week was my daughter's first week of school. First time in eight years that I ever forget about my daughter specifically. Um, first time in three years that I've forgotten to pick her up from school. And this really, really with me because it was to a point where I like the job, the business, this all caused me to forget to pick up my daughter. I legitimately forgot. It wasn't a, oh, I ran out of time. I didn't get a chance to pick her up. I genuinely forgot to pick her up. And this really, really messed with me. And I, you know, I woke up in a frantic thing. I called that, let her know that I was about an hour away. Um, you know, and I went by and I went through to on this start of um, just driving out to the highway. And what ended up happening was uh, I called John and kind of let him know where I was. Um, and I, I, I made the decision right then and there. I'm done. I'm going to quit. Um, and it was the weekend of Labor Day. It was that Friday before. 
And I basically told I was like, yeah, I'm done. This is it. I'm done. Um, you know, and you know, he tried, he tried to calm me off the bridge or uh, walk me off the ledge. And, um, but this was the first time in my head that I was done. There was no, nobody could have told me anything. And all he told me was just think about it. Take the weekend off. Don't do anything with your business. Nothing. Come back Tuesday. See how you feel. It might be just in a moment. Pick up my daughter. She's mad. Um, you know, I know some that messed with me that weekend. Shut everything off. Turned off my emails. And really focused and try to talk about it and figure out what was going to be my best route. What am I going to do? Because in my head, I was just thinking, all right, I got to sell off the assets. I got to close. I got to find a job. And I got three months to do it. And it wasn't until Sunday night or Monday night, actually, um, I just thought to myself, I walked into the office and something just told me that, you know, I wasn't done just yet. Um, I made the, the promise to myself that I would give myself two years from December 2016 when I got laid off till now. It was if I didn't get this going in 2018, December of 2018, that I would go back to corporate America. So I said, I got three months. I got three months to figure out what the heck am I going to do? So, you know, as everyone says, you got to go all in on yourself. So from October and December, you know, that September and Labor Day, I made a ton of changes. Um, you know, I, 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 I looked at what my cash flow was. I went ahead and went through what systems I was using, what I wasn't using, what were things that I could similarly use. And, you know, I went down the line. I switched to Synchro MSP. I dropped Ninja. Ninja couldn't do what I needed to do. Um, I was already in the repair shopper realm. Synchro had a great RMM agent after they developed it from just a matter of 10 months. I gave a call to Ian. We worked out some kinks on some of the stuff that I, I just needed some help with. And I went all in on Synchro. Went in on Synchro, started deploying for everybody. Got a couple more uh, recurring clients, and I even able to create some good retainer agreements. I went ahead and got in a retainer agreement where you sign up for a retainer agreement, we'll put you on our protection plan at five bucks a pop, an endpoint, so long as your retainer keeps renewing. And it's basically 10 hours, and they keep repurchasing those 10 hours. Once they expire and they deplete, they keep going through the process. We also decided to figure out who, what firewall company we were going to work with. And we went ahead and decided that we're going to go ahead and work with Untangle. We went ahead and worked with Untangle. Um, that's the firewall of choice. And I actually am working with them now. And they will be on the Computer Repair Podcast show on January 6th. And that'll be a great talk to understand their entry level on the firewall programming. And for those that are trying to figure out how to utilize appliances, it'll be a great way to understand firewalls partnered with a new cabling company. Um, I have a cabling guy that was referred to me um, that was from my contact over at Comcast. And, um, you know, he's been great. He helped me on a couple of really big projects. I was able to upsell and cross-sell a lot of hardware, specifically Arachnus gear. And, you know, he worked out great. I was here. He sent me over the MAC addresses and where he installed them at. I plugged them all into Overseer. Popped them all online, configured everything manual, uh, remotely, 
didn't even have to go online or on site and was able to take care of all that for me. Also went ahead and just reached out to clients that I hadn't touched in a while. Um, clients I hadn't heard from in three years, told them, Hey, we got these retainer programs. Hey, we want to figure out what's going on. Hey, this is what's going on. Your warranties, this, that. And, you know, we built out our list and started making calls. Also reviewing the alerts, um, looking at our RMM, you know, a lot of, um, weird RMM alerts, spaces, uh, um, hard drive spaces, filling up upgrades to SSDs, um, reselling refurbs, uh, you know, we've been using AeroDirect, we've used uh, Amazon, we used uh, quite a bit of other things as well. And, you know, great thing is, um, you know, we're at a point right now that we have, um, we're going to start payroll with QuickBooks. <coughs> and we're going to start uh, payroll with QuickBooks. They have a great flat rate uh, fee for me. I use QuickBooks online with my accountant already. And they're going to be able to go ahead and put that through. Uh, outside of that, just things have been working well. Um, I'm now one of the uh, members of the board of directors of the West Loop uh, Community Organization of that Chamber of Commerce that, again, Carla Agostinelli had helped me out with. And more importantly, uh, the lawyer was paid off last month. And that was the last, uh, you know, that big monkey off my back uh, for 2018. So with that pretty much gone, we're just focusing now on January goals, which me and Matt will talk about more on Thursday's episode. But right now we're, you know, I'm focusing on, you know, I'm at the point where I can hire an office admin um, coming up here in about March or April timeframe, hire a tech, hopefully in June, July, and work out and get a full office where right now we're at a dedicated desk, but get a, a full office going on and just kind of keep on trucking, keep on going and just see how it all works out. And, you know, all in all, this is all just to basically explain to those that are doing this, you know, and even not even in our industry, just entrepreneurism is just a very hard journey and only a very select few are crazy enough to keep going through. And for those, I tip my hat to you and, you know, the only message I have for everyone who is thinking about this, doing this is if this scared you and you still want to do this, you want to go in all in, on, you want to go in on all, man, I can't really talk today. Go in on yourself and make sure you believe that you can do this because if you don't believe it, it's going to be hard for you to really just drown out the noise that comes in your head at night um, when you're doing this journey. So that's pretty much it guys. I appreciate you listening today. I hope everyone has a great new year. You can find me on Twitter at shy tech CEO, C H I T E K CEO, or on LinkedIn under Paco LeBron. If you guys want to be a guest on this show specifically, send an email to Paco at podnuts.com. Don't forget, if you need business paperwork to get you started in your computer repair business, then check out the link for Technible Chicago. Don't forget, if you need business paperwork to get you started in your computer repair business, then check out the link for Technible Computer Business Kit over at podnuts.com slash deals. Help support the Computer Repair Podcast by contributing a dollar an episode and gain access to the secret Facebook group at patreon.com slash computer repair podcast. Again, we would all love to see you at TechCon Unplugged, 
Purchase your ticket at techconunplugged.com. I want to say thank you again for everyone listening and subscribing to the show and see you next time. I'm Podnuts Daily. Daily.